You're listening to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, sponsored by Mission First Capital, bringing real estate investment deals for active duty and veteran investors. Your host, Anthony Pinto, searched land, air, and sea to find military investors just like you investing in multifamily and commercial real estate, both active duty and veterans. Hear their stories, learn their lessons, and be inspired by the obstacles they have overcome on their path to financial freedom. Whether you are overseas or stationed at home, if you want to get started as a military real estate investor, this is the show for you. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. I'm so excited to have you guys here today on the revamped new and improved version of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I wanted to refocus on my mission here in life uh, with this podcast, and that is to help teach and inspire 1 million military members and veterans to achieve financial freedom through real estate. And as a part of the March to a Million campaign, my call is to show you the path to freedom of time and money, whether you intend to stay in for 20 years or get out next year. And so listen to the stories of fellow military members and investors just like you struggling, overcoming and achieving success in multifamily real estate and even some of them doing it while active duty and really dig into their lessons learned as well as their failures on their path to success. Uh, But you came here for the show, so let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Anthony here bringing you another LNT or Learn and Teach where I talk about something I learned this week and teach you something in turn. And uh, my learn for this week is about productivity and how productivity is a means to an end rather than the answer or the solution itself. And um, this kind of thought process comes from an article that was in uh, Inc.com, uh, Inc.com uh, by a guy named Jeff Hayden that talked a lot about Tim Ferriss and uh, this, his method of optimal optimization and productivity and maximizing, um, you know, efficiency and all of that. And uh, if you don't know who Tim Ferriss is, he is a guy who wrote the four hour work week and a number of uh, other follow on books that dealt specifically with working out, um, you know, mentoring kind of techniques, uh, things of that nature. But the thought process behind the four hour work week is that, um, you know, it's just that to have a four hour work week, there are certain things that we need to cut out and certain things that we need to become more efficient in. And uh, that could mean automating certain tasks that can mean having other people, uh, you know, do that task. So uh, delegating uh, certain tasks that don't necessarily require your level of, uh, of attention. Uh, it can mean things like, um, you know, increasing uh, productivity through this or that, uh, having additional people come on your team, having uh, more processes and procedures set in place so that it's uh, a lot more lock and step. Hey, this uh, A gets done, B, then B gets done, C gets done, so on and so forth. Instead of having you as the individual, the leader, have a, um, a, uh, a stake, I guess, in every single step of the process, which can significantly delay and potentially be more costly to the overall process. And so, um, you know, a lot of people prescribe to this thought process where, you know, I want to have max optimization. I want to have max efficiency. I want to, you know, um, compact as much of these tasks that I want to do in business and life into a smaller amount of time. And, you know, 
uh, one of the things that he talks about in this article is that what is the end state? What is the end goal of that max efficiency and that max productivity? Is if the end goal in end state is just to be highly efficient and highly productive and just knock out a whole bunch of tasks, then you know what are you really dealing with your life? If the point is just to you know knock out twenty tasks a day and then you'll be happy, okay, sure, then you'll be happy with that. If the ta- if the goal is to only spend an hour or two a day doing work so that you can spend the rest of that time taking your kids to uh, school, driving them to school in the mornings and then picking them up in the evenings and uh, going to soccer games and ballet recitals and you know things of that nature, having the ability to go travel whenever you want instead of having to be you know tied to a desk or an office. If that is your end goal and that's what makes you happy, then that should be the motivation for trying to optimize as much as you can. Uh, or, or being more productive. And this is something that I've struggled with lately is productivity for the sake of productivity. You know, I have all of these tasks that I need to get done for this particular day. And if I don't get them done, then the day feels like a failure or doesn't feel, you know, as successful as it could. And instead of focusing on that, I focused on, okay, w- w- if I get these two or three tasks done and leave the rest until the next day or the next week, am I still going to be feel fulfilled? Am I still going to have the ability to spend time with my wife and my family and go, you know, out to dinner with friends or go travel to this place or that place without feeling bad because I wasn't as productive as I could be. And it really was a big mindset, uh, mindset shift for me. And that productivity is not the answer. It's could be an answer. Increased productivity could be an answer to, um, to increasing your profits or increasing more time with friends and family or increasing, um, you know, the amount of income that you're having or whatever that is could be an answer, but it's not the ultimate answer because productivity itself isn't, is not what's going to make us happy at the end of the day. And that happiness is going to be individualized to each one of us. You know, one thing that uh, makes me happy may not make you happy and vice versa. And so, you know, one of the things that uh, Tim Ferriss really talked about is having quantifiable goals and, and achieving those goals and having and finishing off tasks. And that's how you maintain your productivity. And uh, one of the things I really, one quote I really liked from the article was that uh, not everything that is meaningful can be measured. And that really hit me in that, you know, when we spend time with friends and family, the amount of time that we spend that doesn't necessarily matter. You know, you can have the best five minutes of your life hanging out with, uh, with your family and your wife. And that's just as good in my opinion as spending three hours with friends and family and just being miserable, right? The quality of your time that you have at individuals is not something that can be measured. What, what does quality time, you know, mean to you and to your family and to your spouse? Does it mean, you know, cuddling up on a couch and watching movie after movie? Does it mean going out and, and having a hike every time that you're free? Does it mean going out to dinner or traveling? Right. You know, so at the end of the day, on everything that can be is meaningful, and our lives can be measured. And I think that's uh, something that we should definitely take to heart when it comes to trying to maximize efficiency and maximize productivity. So that is uh, what I learned for this week. And uh, if you're interested in looking at that article, you can go to inc.com and uh, just search for Tim Ferriss and uh, you'll, you'll find the article there. It's a quick five minute read. And then the teach for this week is about uh, an additional uh, factor that I have for my miracle morning. And this is miracle morning part seven, and that is prayer. And, um, why I throw that in there is because some people throw gratitude into affirmations. Some people uh, can throw prayer into affirmations and 
you know, get down to a spiritual level at that point. I like to break it out and I like to make it separate because I like to have a, you know, a direct conversation with the higher power that be. And um, to me, adding in that extra little bit of, uh, of Miracle Morning time and having a whole separate section really does appeal to me and, and speaks, speaks to me. And it's something that really sets my day up well to just have a conversation with, uh, with God and um, for, you know, depending on what your religion, you are a higher being that uh, that be. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's just me being thanking that higher power of God for, you know, the things that I'm grateful for in my life, the things that I'm happy with in my life. And then also asking for additional things like that, you know, happiness in my wife, uh, you know, giving me luck on a presentation that's coming up or an investor call that's coming up or a webinar, um, you know, um, giving me the, uh, the faith and the fortitude to, you know, take down a apartment complex or negotiate out a contract or whatever that is. And it just gives me additional time with just alone time to sit with God and just be present in the moment and truly thank the, uh, thank God for everything he's given us and, uh, and my wife's life, my wife and I's life. And, uh, so I like to have it as a, a separate part there, um, in addition to the other six savers. So that is my LNT for this week. I hope you have enjoyed it and we'll catch you guys next week and hope you all have a happy holidays. Thanks for listening. If you are a military investor and found this episode of the Lessons in Real Estate show packed with great information, tell your friends and leave a five-star rating on your listening platform. Every comment is read and appreciated. Don't forget to check out our weekly episodes of PCI Teaches, brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. Learn about basic and advanced topics in real estate investing. Catch updates on Anthony's journey through learn and teach segments. And listen to the tales of other military investors and real estate professionals every week. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show.